welcome back to the Columbus cast. I'm Laura. And I'm Nathan. And Nathan is substituting for Julia this week because she's not feeling too well. So let's see how this goes. This could be good. So typically, Nathan, we start by saying what we did this weekend. So this weekend, I drove to Pittsburgh for dinner, which I don't recommend. But Pittsburgh is a great city. It's not Columbus, so we're not going to talk about it, really. But if you have time and you're like, want to see something cool that's not Columbus, go check Pittsburgh out. It's not that far. So what did you do this weekend? I watched the Buckeyes. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was a great game, everybody. You thought it was good? Yes, it was great. Isn't it just like still the beginning of the season, so it's like not good? No, like, it, like the like there's no like real game like didn't the Buckeyes like beat this they covered the spread or whatever by like plus 10 well it was entertaining so. okay okay Nathan was entertained by OSU that's that's pretty good which actually we're just gonna go straight into it so that leads to our first piece of news that we have OSU this past week lost their case for copywriting the word the very sad but I think we all saw that coming so no one's surprised there any thoughts on that Nathan no what were you saying about uh, there's another case that was lost? LeBron James tried to patent or trademark Taco Tuesday. Yeah, like everyone says Taco Tuesday, so of course he, you know, lost. That's it for trademark news. Some other interesting news is the next Democratic debate was announced, and their location is they're coming to Otterbein University. It's going to be held on October 15th. I actually tried to apply for tickets, so if anyone's interested, you can go on the Otterbein site, and they're not taking, they're not selling tickets, but they're accepting applications. So it's like a drawing, I would assume. You just go and you enter your name, your email. There was there wasn't even a, like a section to say like why you wanted the tickets or why you were interested. But if I get chosen, I'll let you guys know how it goes. That should be exciting. It's actually not the first Democratic, de- or it's not the first presidential debate that Otterbein has held. They've had other people there before, like some old guy in 91 who no one knows because he didn't win the election. <laughs> and um, I think Hillary might have spoken there too. This is a debate though, so all the nominees will be there. Right, yeah. And they might have two nights, but they have to see like who's still in the running by the time it actually comes up. So that's our debate news. And then grocery news, there's updates to Kroger. So they're introducing a um, $2.97 million remodel, including the addition of the Chicken Co., which is supposed supposedly a quick and easy meal option in the deli department, offering shoppers fresh chicken meals and a la carte selections. It sounds kind of like what Whole Foods already does. Like, Because if you go to Whole Foods now and you're in like the cold section near the hot bar, they have like you can choose a main entree, like meat or meat alternative if you're don't eat meat and then you can like choose sides so i have no idea what this is this is like julia's any thoughts on this nathan no i probably wouldn't use this what about you i it depends it's <laughs> let's see how good it is i'm not really a kroger shopper to be honest i'm more of a team trader joe's i try is it deli meats or is it all sorts of meats i don't it's not it's not there yet but it sounds like chicken it's like called the chicken co. so rotisserie i i don't know we'll have to wait if, and see. i'm all about rotisserie so I would change my You're mind. all about rotisserie chicken? Yeah, if they can give me some cheap rotisserie chickens. I mean, who doesn't love a good <clears throat> fried chicken, too? I'm not but if you do fried chicken, you got to do hot chicken takeover. Hot chicken takeover. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. Well, we'll let Julia elaborate on that more when she gets back next week. So some food and drink news. There was a lot happening, like like so much that I don't even know if we can cover it all, but we'll try. So Grandview Spaggio is under new ownership. So they've been open for 38 years, and the, the mainstay Spaggio location is has a new ownership. So Chef Hubert has sold the eatery and wine lounge 
to Wine Dine Holdings and City Brands, who own and operate various restaurants and kitchens throughout Central Ohio, including the Wine Bistro, Napa Kitchen and Bar, and Cat Singers. So they're now all going to be, they're just like going for a conglomerate slash monopoly of all. They're trying to compete with the wagon brunners or like so the people who own like a ton of the stuff. The Kara Mitchell. Yeah, but like the, the guy who owns everything in Short North pretty much, like from Food Hall to Standard to Pine House, like all of those. Have you ever been to Spaggio's? Never, have you? No. Spaggio. Yeah, no, I haven't ever been. This little bit of news is really important. You can't miss it. So the Taco Bell in Short North on High Street is now a Taco Bell cantina. Do you know what that is? No clue. It means they have a liquor license. Oh. So now there's like, you can buy, you have the option of buying like beer and it's like super cheap. Like either, um, I think you can buy like a Modelo or a Corona or something like that for two or three dollars. And then you can choose to add tequila, vodka, or rum to any of their fountain drinks. Like you can get a Baja Blast and you can add like tequila or rum to it for an additional $3 upcharge, which is crazy because that's not a lot of money. Every single Taco Bell in Las Vegas is a cantina, which means it has alcohol. So it's kind of funny that it's coming to Columbus. They tried to obtain their liquor license in January timeframe. It's just taken a long time for them to get it. So they finally have it. And this is the Taco Bell on campus? Yeah, on High okay. Street. Okay. Correct. There are slightly less vendors, like, booths at Short North Food Hall now. So if you went when it originally opened, there were, like, maybe four or five different, like, pop-ups or, like, food vendors. And they took one of the spaces and they turned it into, like, a VIP lounge booth. So now you can pay extra money to rent out that booth and get bottle service. But that's literally, like, was where one of the kitchens were. So there's less variety at Food Hall now, which it's making it, like, less of a Food Hall. It makes me more excited to see when um, Bud Dairy Co. finally opens the Cameron Mitchell Food Hall. It's opening across from Seventh Sun in Italian Village. But there is a new vendor coming to Food Hall. So it's the Taco Takiro Mad Street Food. So basically they have, like, DIY street food, including burritos, tacos, salads, quesadillas, nachos, nachos, and tortillas. So that sounds really yummy. I'm just going to keep on running through these here. I hope you're... Yes, go for it. I hope you're, uh, hope you're all enjoying it. In some Buckeye news, the Grater's Buckeye Blitz um, flavor is getting a makeover. So there's two Ohio institutions that are celebrating their 150th birthday, and there's an ice cream pint to celebrate. So Grater's Buckeye Blitz... We'll get an Ohio State-themed makeover to celebrate the occasion. So I guess, or maybe the wrapper is going to change, not the actual flavor. It's going to be scarlet and gray and brown as an ode to the flavors chocolate chips. Wait, I can't tell if this is the ice cream or the wrapper. It features peanut butter, ice cream, peanut butter, cookie dough, greater signature dark chocolate chips. It sounds like it's just happening to the container. So maybe if you buy it in the store, it will finally have... That must be expensive because I know like... As we know, Ohio State tries to license literally everything. So in order to Can do it... they a, license colors? Yeah, well, they... But, like to, like, to put, like, the Ohio State logo on the pint of ice cream that you go buy, like, they would charge you for that. Like, they would charge graders for that, for sure. Yeah, they probably wouldn't do it without some sort of agreement with OSU yeah. then. So yeah, they're yeah, probably yeah. getting some sort of deal. So anyway, that's exciting. You're going to It'd be more exciting if the ice cream was actually red, scarlet, and gray, and brown, though. I mean... Like Neapolitan, but scarlet and gray. But it tastes like peanut butter? 
It would taste like. It would a still need to taste like a Buckeye. Buckeye. Yeah. Why would it be red then? I don't know. I can't. Because it's that scarlet out. and gray. So tastings, tastings is a wine shop in Short North. They're getting a patio. So it says savor the last days of tastings with their new patio in Short North. Um, the pour your own wine shop and restaurant has been open since 2017, and now they have a patio. So like, well, like long live patio season. They'll probably have it open until like way too late, just because they they can. Also, can I just like make a comment? I've been spending a lot of time in Short North lately, and there's so much construction, not of like things being built, but of like roads being like demolished and like pipes being put in. And I know Julia and I talked about this a couple weeks ago that like construction is good in that area because it means like more things are coming and there's like vital revitalization and but not when they're just ripping up roads. It's just intrusive. I feel. I think they really underbuilt the sewer system. Is that what happened? I think originally. Is that what they're replacing? Do you have any clue? They're like big, large pipes. So I know in the hilltop they are. They're ripping out all the old sewers. That's true. I have seen that in a couple of places. Because they were doing sewers every other street, and obviously that's not going to work. Um, yeah, that's a no. <laughs> so they're probably doing that everywhere. <laughs> every other street, you can just have like an outhouse in your, and you know, don't need plumbing. And they're going from one-story, two-story buildings to five stories. Or windows. in the case of ex- expansion that they're putting on top of. Like, North Market, it's going to be like 50 stories, so. Is it really? Yeah. 50? Hey, do you listen? There's this thing called the Columbus cast, and if you <laughs> if you listen, we actually we talked about it. What else do I got for you? So Del Mar is expanding to Florida, so go Del Mar. They're, um, they're a Cameron Mitchell restaurant, and they announced a new concept that's going to Florida. So if you're like, you know, an Ohio resident by summer and like a florida bird by winter like in you but your favorite restaurant is del mar then we got you covered because they're opening in naples florida in fall of 2020 and they're going to offer a similar menu to the short north menu but they're going to have expanded seafood and wine options which makes sense because like i never really trust seafood in columbus ohio but like if i'm in <laughs> if i'm in naples florida like i'm a little bit more open to the idea of things that are coming out of the ocean um so Del Mar is the second Cameron Mitchell concept in addition to Ocean Prime and have locations outside of Central Ohio. Oh, two have locations outside of Central Ohio. So I can see Cameron Mitchell like taking over, though. That wouldn't surprise me. I've never been to a Cameron Mitchell restaurant, by the way. No. Actually, no, that's not true. Isn't Lincoln, Lincoln Social's Cameron Mitchell? Have you been to Cap City Diner? No. Ooh. Is that one Cameron Mitchell, too? Yeah. Okay, well, I'll have to go. I have a lot of things on my list. Um, as you all know, we're very excited for Urban Meyer's Pint House in Dublin to open next weekend. So that's September 27th. Nathan was right. I was wrong. <laughs> Just for the record. Um, see, it's Chris Corso and Corso Ventures. So he's the guy who owns everything in, in, um, down there. So maybe we'll go and check it out, you know, next week. And if you want to come hang out with the Columbus cast, you like come and check it out too. We'll see. Oh, also, okay, this is my last piece of restaurant news. I, I knew that I was a lot for this week. Um, Crimson Cup won top honors at the world's largest roasting championship, which is, like, awesome. So they were named the number one small franchise and chain roaster. Um, and the they a few of their individual coffees were awarded as well. So they took home a total of nine medals during the 2019 Golden Bean North America Awards. <laughs> Crimson Cup represent. 
Okay, now I got some sports updates for you. Are you ready, Nathan, for these sports updates? I'm ready. This one was, like, a little bit heartbreaking to me. So the Columbus Clippers, they won the Governor's Cup um, against the Durham Bulls, and they actually had their – that was their 11th win. So within AAA baseball, they are in the – it's called the International League because there's, like, two leagues, kind of like how professional baseball has, like, national versus – national versus American – the American leagues. Oh, okay. So AAA has like a similar structure where they have, it's called the international and then they have the Pacific coast league. Those are like the two leagues. And so the international league, which it might include Mexico, which is maybe why it's called that, um, competes for the governor's cup and which the Clippers won. But then there's one final game. Um, it's called the AAA national championship game. It was previously known as the Bricktown showdown because it was like held somewhere in the past. That was an all-brick stadium. So it's a single championship game held annually between the two leagues. They played the Sacramento Rivercats, and they lost. So that was yesterday. Pretty sad.